Texting and drinking is never a good idea. We've all done it, and we've all regretted it. The drunken texts you forgot you sent. Prospectors collected them in Texticated on Rock 107. From the 405, grape juice and vodka is not wine. From area code 484, we got our roommate high for the first time. He went to his room alone and watched Malcolm in the Middle for three hours. From area code 203, just woke up. My philosophy paper is a play, and my paper for musical theater is about physics. That's some dank stuff you sold me. You hit send, and we hit the floor laughing. In Texticated on Rock 107. Area code 832, when I asked what day 420 fell on this year, she answered so quickly I knew I found my soulmate. From the 504, I wish I could Google things to eat in my fridge so I wouldn't have to go downstairs and be disappointed. From the 303, your excuse for not making us mac and cheese was you couldn't find six cups of water. Proof that booze and cell phones don't mix. Intexticated on Rock 107. From area code 651, so baked, thought the twigs on the sidewalk were caterpillars with the ability to harden in self-defense, had to pick one up to be sure. Area code 404, are you still at the party or did I leave? And from the 330, there's a turtle on the table helping me eat my ramen noodles. Hey, we found him in your telephone. In Texticated on Rock 107. Breaking the news that's already broken. It's time for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. Starbucks employees at several U.S. stores went on strike. I can't tell you what their demands are because their signs are horrifically misspelled. The earth is spinning faster than usual, which raises the question, how did Bill Cosby figure out a way to drug the earth? Tom Brady turns 45 today, but he was caught trying to deflate it down to 42. It's 60 minutes meets gone in 60 seconds. Tune in tomorrow for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. And now it's time for another episode of One Minute Inside a Woman's Head. Oh, great. Another heat wave. And I don't have a pool. Oh, and of course my hair is going to be a frizz fest. I don't know how I'm going to cool off. I guess I could go to the movies. But then I'd have to get popcorn and some milk duds and sit through Minions or the stupid Super Pets movie. Maybe I'll go to the mall to cool off. Yeah, I could hang out by the DQ, enjoy a soft-serve cone. And I hope the creepy janitor doesn't stare at me as I eat my ice cream. Ugh, I can't handle him staring at me again. How am I going to beat the heat? I guess I'll just have to wear loose clothing and hope the sweat doesn't make everything cling to me. When does summer end? And that was another. And now it's time for another episode of A Few Seconds Inside a Man's Head. Well, it's another heat wave this week. Hey, you know what that means? Girls in skimpy clothes. I hope it never cools off. Thank you, Global Warming. And that was another episode of A Few Seconds Inside a Man's Head. I know a couple of people who've gone their entire careers like this. Good morning. 
I'm Rock 107's Prospector. Have you heard of the term quiet quitting yet? Quiet quitting. It's not when you actually quit your job. It means you just stop caring so much and refuse to go any extra mile so work's not your top priority. And, you know, I would argue work shouldn't be your top priority unless you're actually at work, then fine. But basically, you choose to only perform your specific job duties. So instead of giving 100% or one of those jerks who calls it 110, even though that's impossible, you back it off to whatever you can get away with and not get fired. The bare minimum. Now, the goal is to make sure there's room for other stuff in your life so you're not a workaholic. Now, obviously, there's a fine line between having a good work-life balance and just being a lazy slob. And it's not just trending here in America. It's happening in other countries, including China, where they use the term Tang Ping, which means lying flat. It's possible the pandemic lockdowns caused it or made it worse. People who were overworked finally got a break, realized free time is a good thing, and decided they wanted more of it. And the fact that the wealth gap is widening probably hasn't helped things either. When it seems like impossible to get ahead, people just don't try as hard. Look, every workplace has that one person who gave up but won't quit. You know, the guy who quit turning down the volume when he serves porn? Yeah, if they got a guy like that at work, he's already quietly quit. Life's pretty tough right now. There's plenty of bad news, but it's not all bad. It's time for the brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107. Southwest announced their first ever mother-daughter co-pilot team. Captain Holly Pettit was joined by her daughter, Kelly Pettit, on their flight last month. Kelly says she was 14 when she knew she wanted to follow in her mother's footsteps. Thanks. We needed that. The brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107. Northeast PA's Classic Rock, Rock 107. Good morning. I'm Prospector, joined by Dustin Bowen from Junkin' Monkeys, and I know you've heard me talking about Junkin' Monkeys. I do their commercials. Uh, I scream like a maniac about them. They've been to my house and cleaned out half of my garage and some of my basement. They are fantastic people. Dustin, good morning. Thanks for joining us on Rock 107. How are you? Top of the morning, Prospector. I'm great. Uh, life is good in the junk business or what? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, like what makes it such a good business? Is it like Is it better now since the pandemic and more people are home going, oh my gosh, I got to clean stuff up or what? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nobody wants to be doing their work from home jobs surrounded by junk or surrounded by their clutter or their chaos. And yeah, <laughs> absolutely. It's been a little bit crazier than normal with the pandemic, both mm -hmm. in junk, junk removal as well as outside junk removal, of course. Now, now everybody in the world uh, seems to have trouble trying to find people to work. How about you guys? Are things good in that department? So. This year, yes. Last year was nearly impossible. Um, our clients were awesome with, um, you know, understanding that it was hard to find people to accommodate schedules. This right. year, we're very lucky. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with uh, job fairs and us getting the word out there more that we're looking for people. And we have a great environment to work at. And if you ever see any of us, we're always smiling, happy, and it's a great place to work for sure. And and definitely people talk about uh, your place like it is an awesome place to work. I know some of your employees and you guys always help out with a ton of our events. So let's talk about that, too. Uh, mm -hmm. We do the pantry raid and you guys have come out with us and helped us uh, get food and get it to the Weinberg Food Bank. And that's come up again. I'm not putting you on the spot. I don't know if you're doing it again this year or not, <laughs> yes. but I appreciate it in the past. Why is that something you guys like to do? So our moral compass is always being able to help people one way or another. Of course, we're going to be doing the uh, pantry raid this year. And, you know, anytime we can get the stars to align to help people, whether it's removing junk or helping uh, the less fortunate get their food and get everything to the food bank. Absolutely. We're down to help. 
I see. And I love that about you guys. I love everything that you stand for. Um, as far as, um, just the different kind of things you've found, like I always see, like I watch the TV show hoarders and I think to myself, does that really happen? (laughs) So yeah, it absolutely does happen. And (laughs) it's just as crazy as hoarders makes it out to be. Um, it, we don't, it doesn't happen every Sunday morning like it does on the show. Right. It's not an everyday thing, but I would say probably once every other month we walk into a hoarder situation and, you know, you gotta, you gotta be cognizant of their mental, mental well being and yeah. Yeah, we take it in stride and we're always able to help them and we always make it work for them. I, I love everything about you guys. And I got to call you guys to book something because I said you cleaned out half my garage. Well, I've dirtied it up and I need more of it cleaned out. So I'll be talking to you guys in a couple of minutes about that. But you're really here to deliver the t- uh, Wednesday top five list. Are you ready to do this, Dustin? Uh, very much so. Very much so. Top five finds from working at Junkin' Monkeys. Here we go. Number five. Joe Snedeker's first bicycle, complete with tassels and training wheels. <laughs> I can imagine what that looked like. The top five points working at Junkin' Monkeys, number four. Debbie Dominic's key. (laughs) And, uh, you know, number three, let's move right on. Number three. Rock 107 metal license plate. That's something to to talk about because, you know, the metal plates are hard to come by. I know uh, our afternoon guy Hoover has one on his truck, and he protects it like it's gold. So if you see one of them, that's awesome. It's actually hanging in our office. Nobody's allowed right. to touch it. It's like the Notre Dame play like a champion today. We touch <laughs> it before we start the morning. Before. Yep. <laughs> Top five finds working at Junkin' Monkeys number two. The VHS of a lost episode of Hatchy Malachi featuring Miss Judy screaming at a child. <laughs> Locked in a safe now. <laughs> That's awesome. And the number one Top five find working at Junkin' Monkeys, Dustin Bowen. What is it, buddy? Mr. Peanut's Pants. <laughs> Uh, Dustin, thank you so much, dude. I appreciate you joining us here on Rock 107 and delivering the uh, probably best top five we've had yet, buddy. Thanks. (laughs) Absolutely, Prospector. Great to talk to you. What's a yam bag? A fool, an idiot, a blockhead, a dunce, or an ignoramus. You know, a dullard, simpleton, or a clot, nitwit, dipstick, pea brain, mouth breather, or cretin. It's now time to announce the winner of Prospector's Yam Bag of the Day, as decided by you at rock107.com. Here are the nominees. Nominee number one. It's not clear if this guy was afraid, bored, or sadistic, but now he's in big trouble. Firefighters have been dealing with a big wildfire in Utah this week. It started Monday afternoon and burned about 40 acres near Provo. Luckily, rain doused it later that night, but firefighters have been dealing with hot spots the last few days. The reason it's making headlines is because the guy who started it explained what happened. He's a 26-year-old named Corey Martin, and he told police he accidentally started the fire while trying to kill a spider. Yeah, he was up on a mountain, saw a spider, and decided to burn it with his lighter, which, of course, set the ground on fire. And it's not clear if the spider made it out or not, but I'm guessing the spider did not. Corey's facing charges for reckless burning. They also found a jar of weed on him, along with some drug paraphernalia. Nominee number two. What's the craziest thing that's happened to you while you've been waiting in a fast food drive through line? I'm betting it doesn't top this. Police in Houston were waiting for their food at a Whataburger drive through on Sunday night when a rogue ambulance sped around the corner and crashed into the police car. The driver said he came around flying and both of us said, you know, he's moving a little fast. He's getting real close. And the next thing you know, he's in my hood, literally in his car's hood. 
As it turns out, the ambulance was not on a call. It had been stolen by a 26-year-old named Jose Vega, who'd taken it out for a joyride. He also crashed into three other cars at another fast food restaurant before the Whataburger incident with the cops. Fortunately, no one was hurt. Jose was arrested and charged with a felony and a misdemeanor. And the winner is... The guy who started a wildfire because he was trying to burn a spider. Yeah, that's not how you kill spiders. And you're in the woods. That's where the spider's supposed to be. Leave it alone. You're the yam bag of the day. And we'll move on to Friday's yam bag of the week competition. Keep it here for all the nominees for Prospector's yam bag of the day. Weekday mornings on Rock 107. Thanks for listening to Prospector's Prime Cuts podcast. Be sure to catch us live weekdays from 5.30 to 10 a.m. on Rock 107 or online at rock107.com or the Rock 107 app. A free download for your Android or iPhone. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss Prospector's Prime Cuts.